All right, everyone, welcome back to What's the Word with Willette. I am still here with Dr. Jackson, and we are calling this part two of just dealing with children with special needs, um, dealing with this educational virtual component. We're talking about a couple of different things here. So we are going to jump right back into it. So we were talking about, um, before we uh, went to break, we were just talking about some of the services um you know, for people that don't necessarily have an academic concern, I want to know what is your take on families um, who have a child with special needs? And it seems like so like 90 percent or 80 percent of the focus is on that child and not on necessarily other children. Or if it's one parent and that parent is getting drained because they're the primary caregiver and it just seems like they're getting pulled from both ends. Like, how does that balance get? spoken into their lives, for lack of better words. Got it. So I think that um, the key is balance, right? Mm -hmm. And so I think it's also giving yourself space and opportunity to understand I was guilty as charged. So I did a lot of things for Reagan because unfortunately, in my perspective, she was not capable, right, in my mind. So I placed limits on her that weren't really even there. Mm -hmm. So what I hear parents is that the objective for any parent is to teach children and to, you know, give them tasks so that you won't be burdened with everything. It wasn't until the pandemic that I realized that my 12 year old child who has ADHD actually loves to cook. So up until this point, I got up every morning at 445 because she had to be on the bus and I made a full breakfast for a child that cooks it better than me. Right. I but I, I had no clue because I never gave her opportunity. Sure. So I think with parents, when you're thinking about balance, especially when you have multiple children, it's trying to figure out and testing what can this child with a disability do that would not normally be able to do certain things, um, giving yourself that opportunity to see that and then balancing it out and scheduling time, even when it's for yourself. So I think that that's where it becomes difficult because you're so burnt out because you give so much Mm -hmm. that you're not making things equal in light um, when you are primary caregiver or if there is a spouse or a significant other that's helping, what tends to naturally happen that we don't intentionally do it, but we tend to give then what we have left over to the older spouse to then do and to take over or other siblings to do and to take over. And it was my children who said, she can, she can wash the dishes with us. She can clean the table. She has ADHD mom. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not, Mm -hmm. you know, these Mm -hmm. are things she can do. She can clean her own room. And Mm -hmm. so those types of things, it's giving yourself permission to say, let me teach my children to do these things to see, because you may never know what you won't uncover. My God children. So I think that balance comes with just that and giving yourselves five minutes to say, or 10 minutes, like my kids know they have my, they hear my favorite saying, I need five mommy minutes, Mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. uninterrupted, find that space, do what you need to do in that space, reconnect and come back. Because if you don't, burnt out that you can't give them everything they need because you have nothing to give so sure, i i i'm there with you it's you go in the bathroom and those little fingers are just something <laughs> yes you're like no place is sacred i mean i just want to use the restroom <laughs> so yes yes and yes that you know and, I, and i'm gonna speak to that 
um, piece because I definitely believe that we, I, I'm, I realize it's just, I sound guilty of crippling this girl. I need to let yeah. her fly because yeah. she wants to make her bed. She wants to, do, she thinks she's mommy number two. So, yeah. you know, anybody that knows my baby knows that. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I saw a video of a little boy. It couldn't have been no older than three, maybe four. I doubt it. I okay. mean, whipped up breakfast for his little brother. Got on the little skillet, got the eggs in there. He tasting it, seeing is it good. Put the onions in, put the season on, got it all whipped up. And I said, this was encouraging to me today because yeah. she's always wanting to cook. Now, mind you, she's young, but I just believe when you teach those skills, they will do it right. So, so I and say, it's about teaching her all of the things right that you and your husband will do. So. If you want to cook and you want to help mommy do this, safety comes first. So this, I need you to pay attention. These mm-hmm. are the things. And then, I mean, I literally during COVID is when we discovered that Reagan had a love for cooking. Mm-hmm. Had mm-hmm. No clue before. I mean, this girl was making omelets. She made a quiche. She made the, the crust for the quiche by homemade. I love it. Unbelievable. And I was like, where did this, what happened? Mm-hmm. So now she does all the cooking mm-hmm. I love it I love it I love it um what are five to ten tips that um parents should know when dealing with the school regarding getting accommodations for um their child in the school setting so first thing is data 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 mm-hmm. right like please make sure that you have collected everything from homework assignments that have been given, that you keep everything. I encourage all of my family, you know, we'll let you guys have went through, you got to keep a notebook, right? Documentation is better than conversation. So you gather data, you make sure that you have documentation. Communication is huge, right? Mm -hmm. You can't assume that people will know or understand um, and you can never over understand something. Mm -hmm. So if something that you feel like, I think I have a knowledge of, but I'm not quite sure doing that. So also advocating, like being able to advocate on the behalf of your child is critical. If you Mm -hmm. could do nothing else but say, I think that there's something wrong. I know that you guys created a plan. This doesn't make sense to me Mm -hmm. to to reinforce this. So advocacy is going to be extremely huge. And also I always share with parents, um, you definitely want to get some type of ally, right? Mm-hmm. So somebody in the building that you trust, mm-hmm. that you believe that you have that. Most parents are reluctant to do the fourth skill, which is advocate, mm-hmm. because the reality is we never want um, our advocating for our children then become a negative implication for our children. Because sure. we know sometimes adults take it personal. Absolutely. Right? I'm advocating on behalf of Reagan. Everybody's upset about it. Then when she gets to school, she feels that. Mm -hmm. And so just helping people to remember that this is not personal, right? Like I just want the very best for my child. So we can just, so that leads me to my next point, which is saying community and collaboration, like making sure that you have those allies, those people around you to know. I'm not telling you how to do your job. I just know that this is the best that I can provide for Mm -hmm. what I have for my Mm -hmm. child. Okay. Um, what can a parent do if they are not getting anywhere um, with the school or said organization? Um, you know, not parents that, you know, are getting the help and they just want more, 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 more. But I'm truly speaking of the parent who is, you know, kind of getting pushed around back to the side, you know, when they express, I think my child has a concern, um, you know, whether it's learning behavior, emotional, you know, and sure. 
what can the school do to help? And there, and you're not, you kind of, you know, because a lot of times I, I, I've seen that you get pushed back yeah. eight weeks for a meeting. You, you know, it's like you get to that last day or when you absolutely have to meet before you get out of compliance or something when you sure. could have met like three weeks ago. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. You know, what, what is an option for a parent? Is there an option for a parent? You always have options. So I think that that's where the reinforcement comes in. Mm-hmm. Right? It's saying I may need to call, you know, a person, an advocate, an attorney, someone that's going to be able to kind of push through. Unfortunately, that has to happen sometimes or there's no movement. Mm-hmm. And so it assures you as a parent that I know what I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I'm not getting what I need. So I need to bring in reinforcement. So I would say definitely get you some reinforcement and then allow that reinforcement to help guide you and walk you through that process so that your options that you know are there can become very clear and transparent. Last couple of questions. This um, one before I ask my last one. Are there any strategies that you even tell children like, hey, your parents are here. They've done this. You know, they're fighting for you. We need you to do these things, you know, X, Y, and Z, you know, sure. do you ever kind of have those conversations with kids? And if so, what is that like? What kind of strategies do you give them? What kind of pep talks or, you know, what do you say to that child? Sure. So I always share because our daughter is older. She's she's 12. And so what I share with Reagan is that your disability is not who you are. It is a part of you, though. And so the best way that everyone knows that you deserve to be here is through hard work. Like mm-hmm. that's how you get there and no obstacle will determine who you are. It will just give you flight to keep moving. And so what I encourage her to do is to, or with any child, you approach things with the mindset that I can, like I can. And if, if there is something that you need to help you get to the can, that's what we need to know. Mm-hmm. Right. And so helping them to understand that their disability is not a defeat. Mm-hmm. It is doesn't mean any of those things. You just need these resources. So my pep talk for my daughter and for other families is huge self-advocacy, teaching them that the way that they learn is okay. Mm-hmm. And that if someone is not giving you that, then you have to advocate so that you can get what you need to better in whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish. So just encouraging them that they got it. Like mm-hmm. they, they got it. And if they continue to work at it, um, and, you know, push towards the, the goal that they have, they'll obtain it. So it's, con- and it's, and it's always celebrating the small wins. Mm-hmm. I share mm-hmm. with parents, like if they are reading, they were non-readers and they're, even if they're not reading on grade level, if they're reading something more than they did before, make it huge. Mm-hmm. Celebrate mm-hmm. those make small Make a big deal. Wins. Yeah. Because when it gets huge, they'll always know that you're there as that safety net, that cheerleader in the background saying you can do it. I love it. I love it. Last thought before we wrap up here. What are some last parting words you can give to the parents who are truly struggling? And just this is kind of personal for me, who are kind of really struggling with children at this time, whether it's behavior, you know, emotional academics. What do you what do you tell them? What word of hope and encouragement can you give them? So I always share with parents that you were chosen. Right. And so whatever you were chosen for, you are prepared and equipped for. Mm. And so you have to be encouraged that um, God gives his toughest assignments to his strongest soldiers. Mm. And so knowing that you were called to it, 
Um, so whatever you are called to, you will always be equipped to do and to fight. And so I always encourage parents to never give up hope. Um, this is not the end. It's just the beginning. And he always uses the least of them. My God. And so I would be encouraged that you were chosen because your child is going to do great and mighty things. And um, because it's always, I mean, even when we think about, you know, all of the people who were viewed as the world as less than always rose to the occasion. Triumphant. Mm-hmm. And so that just gives us hope that our child is no different. And, you know, um, based on how they have been chosen and called, um, that you will reap the benefits. I will never forget one of my good friends asked me, um, what does it feel like physically giving birth to your purpose? And when she said that to me, I was thinking, I, you know, I never understood that if I did not give birth to Reagan, Reagan's voice would have never evolved. So I had the opportunity and the privilege to physically give birth to my purpose. Mm-hmm. So as a parent, know that you have given birth to purpose. And so it is your job to pull out purpose within this child so that they can do great and mighty things mm. despite what society says to them, despite, you know, not fitting the norm. Normal is overrated. And so just encouraging them that who you are is who you are and you have something great in you and the world is a better place because you are here. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Tell the people how they can find you on social media. Absolutely. So our all of our social media handles are is Reagan's Voice. So mm-hmm. Facebook is Reagan's Voice. Instagram is Reagan's Voice. Uh, we also have a website, which is Reagan'sVoice.org. And so you can find out information in regards to workshops and seminars that we're having. I was just sharing with Willette, I am going to task myself mm-hmm. um, as have been reaching out. Um, So look out for a webinar that will be coming soon that talks about the do's and don'ts of distant learning Mm -hmm. abilities. So we'll be hosting that soon. Um, In addition to that, I will be starting Facebook Live up again. We took a break due to COVID and things just trying to get ourselves right back together. Um, We will start doing Spet Tip Tuesdays again. Um, And so we do those every Tuesday at 7 And so we'll start that back up um, in the coming week. And you can also um, reach us via phone. Um, And so that's 202-709-6776. And I'll also leave information for um, you would let. So if you wanted to share that, Um, but you can reach us on all of those platforms and we'll be able to help. And Reagan's voice is R-E-A-G-A-N apostrophe S voice. And that's what that is on all social media platforms. My sister, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing with us your story, your wisdom. We're blessed. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. All right, guys. Next week, we will do this again. Thank you all for tuning in.